This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap for Thursday, the 5th of January 2023. Coming up today, we're going to learn all about the all-terrain cane, getting us and perhaps even Sean Priest out and about this year. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, hello, Sean Priest. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Stephen Scott. How are you? Oh, well, you know, you know. <laughs> you know. But. Yeah, no, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm all right. Oh, good. Well um, done. Great start. I will say yesterday's show, apologies right off the bat for yesterday's show, uh, oh. because, well, for everything. Uh, let's just let's just apologise for everything now. It's probably easier. It's quicker, and yesterday's isn't it? show and tomorrow's show and today's show. And we'll every apologize. show that follows. Uh, <sighs> yes, I did um, perhaps say it was 2022 yesterday on the show, but that's just beside <gasps> no! the point. I just, you know, oh. I'm still stuck in that thing. Do you know, I remember being at school? I know it's no. a long time ago. I remember going into school and you'd have to write the new year and it was like the, the only conversation you would have for a whole day in the class. Well, I have to remember and write 19... And on this diary. Uh, I can specifically, vividly remember writing... Specifically and vividly, Stephen Scott, remember writing 1983 <gasps> on the top right-hand corner of my exercise book. It's stuck in my head, that. It's weird. And that was a wow. long time ago. Yeah, 2023. Was, I, I, was, I wasn't able to write 1983 because I was yeah. a child. Ah, oh, well, I was a child at school. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> at school at the age of 30. I'm just, just to say, I know I was held back a bit. I, I was but... thinking you were kind of held back a little bit. I, I can't remember if it was someone in The Simpsons that used to do this, wasn't it? <sighs> That character. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons over the past. Ralph. Yes, yes. Ralph. That's Thank right. You. Not Ralph. No, it wasn't Ralph. It was the one. No. It was the school bully one. What? Uh, no. Oh, Nelson. Nelson. There we I've go. Got... Ha ha. I only remember that name, although I didn't, because my first guide dog, my only guide dog, was called Nelson. That was his name. No. That was a great name for a guide dog, wasn't it? Did Nelson. he have an eye patch and one arm? No, that was me. No. Is it an arm or a leg? <laughs> what? A, a, what? A Nelson. Dog's... No. <laughs> The dog. Anyway, carry on. The dog yeah. was fully able. Ah, that's good. There was a two Unlike in our news this morning. There was a story about a two-legged fox being sighted in someone's yes, garden. That's right. Oh, you heard that as well. How does that work? Did you I think mean, you dreamt that? <laughs> I was kind of half asleep when the radio came on this morning. But a two-legged fox balanced in someone's back garden made it onto the news. I mean, you know, I'm all for. Uh, accessibility and everything, God bless it. But that is weird, isn't it? Uh, well, it is. But, you know, also what I will say to you is it's very important you remember this, yes. that, uh, you know, there's no other news in Britain at the moment because everything in Britain is absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the fox rather than all the strikes and the uh, no one go to hospital anymore because there's no one there. Yes. If you, yeah, if you want to go to hospital in Britain, your best, uh, the best suggestion, uh, I think, I believe this is an official uh, line from the health service in the UK is just just die. It's actually quicker. Yeah, that's right. And if you can just uh, sort of go to bed in the back of your car rather than trying to go into the hospital bed, then uh, that would help everyone out. Well done. Listen, before Christmas, my <sighs> mum ended up in hospital and she had to go in and it was we were worried. We thought it might be a heart attack and we waited for an ambulance for six hours to get an yeah. ambulance. Wow, fast response. Listen, someone's someone's <laughs> that privileged. Impressed. That was that was Amber Call, right? Which apparently is like, you know, the one before it's all gone horribly wrong, like a plane has crashed into a motorway type thing. Wow. That's that's really bad stuff. And then you've got that. And six hours it took. And I, and you know, thankfully it wasn't a heart attack. Thank God it wasn't, because if it was, she would be dead. Uh, because not only that, six hours to get oh. the ambulance, another five hours sitting in the hospital waiting for a doctor to show up. Unbelievable, and you know I well, can't blame these people because they're brilliant people. They're they're all trying their best, but it's just everything but there's is only so... one doing ten thousand people exactly. Anyway, hello listeners, happy new year, happy new year. <laughs> uh, I bought something. It's just arrived. Oh, good, keep it cheery. It's yeah. lighten the mood. Oh, yes. I'm going to open this right because I wonder if it's, a, it's one of these nice little bags you get. I like sometimes you get these bags mm -hmm. and you think mm -hmm. to yourself, I could uh, use this for something. Uh, oh yes. I'm never going to, but you know I, I say that. No, definitely. 
Um, I've got a, um, a little drawer full of bags I think I may use for something and I always end up using them when I take the dog out for a walk. So they always come in handy, but not for what you think they will be. So uh, regular listeners Great. to this show and any of my previous shows or basically any time I've ever spoken in the past, what might and obviously having it been recorded as well, you might be aware of me talking about a little keyboard case that I got um, a while back. Oh, absolutely um, ridiculous. Yes. No, no, no. No, come on. You yeah. remember this because we were at Sight Village together in Birmingham last year and I had this case <laughs> yes. with me. Now you're remembering. And yes. I love it. And honestly, it's the only thing I've really kind of thought, this is actually a really good keyboard case. And it was by a company called Finty, which couldn't sound any more Scottish the way I say it. <laughs> Finty. It sounds Finty. like a place. Yes. Where are you going on holiday this year, Stephen? I'm going to Finty. <laughs> the Isle of Finty. <laughs> Up in the Highlands. <laughs> so, yeah, we I got this little case. And basically, you can put, mm. like, an Apple Magic keyboard. It clicks into it, so it's perfect for the Apple Magic I'm gonna keyboard. I'm going to stop you right there. What? Why would you want a case for your keyboard? Well, like, you're Why? taking it around the place. You don't want to just so stick what? that in the bag and all the keys get ripped off every time you're pulling it around the bag. How do they... What, so it covers the keys? Is there a It cover covers the, the keys, keys, yes, because it's a cover that comes right over the top of it. Absolutely and it has these little pointless. magnets that pull over, and it connects up, and it seals the pointless. thing shut. Yeah. And then what okay. happened was you would take the keyboard case, you'd take the little case cover and you would pull it back to reveal the keyboard. And then it had this little origami thing that you could then sit your iPhone on. So you sit <gasps> oh, on a train. I take it all back. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Anyway, I love this little case. And, yes. and what happened it, to it, it Stephen? It was stolen. That's what happened. It was stolen by some jealous, I probably another podcaster or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Someone stole it. And, uh, you know, I I left it there. I I honestly, I think think that's where I left it. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. They're they're two separate things. Stolen and Stephen Scott just left it behind. It's definitely one of those things happened. Yes. I remember one of our guests we were talking to showed a specific interest. I won't mention any names. I I, I didn't want to bring this up. No, I didn't want to bring it up, but I I agree with you. I have my suspicions as well. Uh, Agatha Poirot over here. Um, I am very, uh, you know, suspicious of that. But I have no evidence. No, we don't. No, but we know who you are. Anyway, so you got the case. <laughs> well, I had this case, and of course, the then keyboard? it was gone. Well, this is the thing. So I bought a new case. Um, but this case is for, and it kind of, I mean, it says on the description it fits it, so that's the main thing. Uh, it fits the Logitech K380 keyboard, which is the small laptop size keyboard. Mm. Uh, so it fits this. I'm, I'm actually going to put it in here just now, so open it. Oh, very nice. So it's very, it's like a little leatherette. Leatherette, I think, is that a thing? Basically, it it's not now. really leather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of, oh, I need to do the test, don't I? <laughs> Does it smell of leather? It, do you know, it doesn't, it's, it smells of, I don't know, it smells of a warehouse. That's what it smells of. It smells Lovely. like it's been sitting in a warehouse for about 10 years. Gorgeous. Uh, and it probably has. But yes, it's got the little bit, so hang on, it's got this little bit here. So you, oh, that's a bit weird. So you, you pull the little lid back. How do you get it to sit up? Oh, you do, no, that doesn't work. Right, hang on. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I will well, figure it out. But it's, um, it's a case. I don't know how it works. Oh no, no I see. Right. So basically, it's, it's this origami thing, right? So you have a little bit that you pulls out it. from the yeah. back, and uh-huh. then there's another little bit that pulls out from there, and a that's the stand. To tap B. Yeah. And then there's like a little a credit card size pull out, which I think you just tuck down. I think you just tuck that somewhere, and then that becomes. Oh, hang on. No, it's broken again. This is amazing radio, by the way. I and mean, then you put the phone on it. It's, this is brilliant. Uh, I mean, a live and then you have the little bit folding. to put the keyboard on. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, I'm loving it. And okay, I can sit price. And type away. Oh, hang on. Oh. I just realised the keyboard case. I just realised the keyboard's turned on and some computers just come to uh, life somewhere. So if, if the show doesn't go out today, we've deleted everything. Um, but Logitech <laughs> but yeah. K380. So that's a keyboard. Right, I already got the mm-hmm. keyboard, but again, I'm not going to just shove this into my bag like some savage priest. Mm-hmm. I'm right. going to, you know, take this keyboard with me in, in a nice little case. So I've got this little leather case, mm-hmm. leather yeah. and I'm going to uh, use that now, and hopefully not leave it anywhere. Well, you're right, posh. Well done, you. I, I could stick say, an air tag on it. I've been using. Yes, you could. I still haven't got an air tag. I must get one at some point. I can't think of anything to use it on. But no, I know. I've recently been playing with the Logitech K380. Oh, really? I've got to say, Stephen, I'm not impressed. Oh, what? Come on. It, What's it, wrong with you? It feels rather 3D printed. It doesn't feel very sturdy. That what? thing, actually, I would say needs a case. 
And it's so small. Are we talking about the same keyboard, the K380? No, I may be wrong. The little... Um, yeah, what, what have you... Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking uh, about. You're talking, talking about the keys to go. No, I am not. No, no, that no. that was terrible. Oh, uh, well, maybe I am then. But is either it, way... Is it completely flat? No, it's not. No, I am talking about the K380. I definitely am. Sarah, uh, my partner, recently got one for her iPhone uh, because I you recommended marry it. that girl. I, oh, it's been 30 years. It's a long engagement. You've got to be sure. Um, <laughs> uh, in a way, <laughs> I just thought, you know what? I, I was, wasn't a fan. I, I just thought it was rather, it didn't feel particularly well built. Stephen, no. I'm sorry. Does yours I'm have, sorry. do you have rounded keys on yours? Oh, I can't remember. You mean where they circle keys? Yeah. No. And this I can't remember because I don't have the, the the original one to test this, but I know that the new one that I've got here, this is the latest one that came out, and I think it's in Blueberry. Oh, um, nice. This is, um, it's got rounded keys. There's no major difference to this from the previous version. I think they've maybe upgraded the internals a little bit because it feels a little bit more solid. The other one was a bit more rattly. This one feels a bit more rattly. solid. That's right. Yeah, the it keyboard, just doesn't... But no, the keys are solid. It's a very solid... Mm. It's, it's got nice rubber right. feet on it, so it doesn't slide all over the desk, which irritates the heck out Don't of me. Me, look, There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just, What I'm saying, for the price... Of, I, I've noticed the prices... Well, of everything in the world, actually, going up. But well, yeah. For the price of it, which was around, what, $60 Canadian? Is it as much as that? Yeah. Right, I'm yes, checking now. I don't believe you. I think okay. you're talking. I think you're talking about something totally different. I don't no, know, no, no, you no. Know what you're talking about? No, I, I, I do know what I'm talking about. And the different colours were different prices. I never understand that. I got the. I think we got the blue one because it was the cheapest one. But um, yeah, you know what? It's Forty dollars. Okay. K three eighty. Um, yeah. available in different colours. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Weirdly. You. Oh no, that's with a mouse. Okay, so that's more expensive. That one uh, includes a mouse. No, uh, no, no forty dollars. No. You get it in. I don't know. Is that white? Maybe. Um. Uh, I don't know what the colours are. I'm not. Good it's with a very colour. small keyboard. Right? We're not very small. We're not talking fit in your pocket, right? It's it's like a laptop laptop style keyboard. It's the size of a Magic keyboard. Yeah, but I just find when my uh, fingers were on the home keys on the home row, it just felt a little bit squashed together. I, I was just a little bit. I was a little bit disappointed. I'll be honest with you, because I was going to buy one for myself, and I decided against it. Right. Yeah, what I need to do? Okay. What yes. I need to do is I want yes. you to go onto Twitter. Remember that? That's a thing. Hang on. I'm just checking. It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> Let's talk about Twitter. Yes. Go onto Twitter and tweet a picture of it. Right. So that we can check with people who know things. Right. And have working eyes to right, say what that keyboard is because I don't think that's the K380. I'm just saying. All right, I'm just okay. saying. I could be wrong. I could because I did look at a lot of keyboards before ordering that one, but I'm pretty sure it's the 380. But I will check. I will do that. I will actually use the Twitter. I think you should. I think it's a, an excellent idea and it is indeed the future. Uh, the internet, that is. Uh, no, right, look, uh, we have this. Breaking news. Breaking news for 2023. News. We have the jingle back, and yes, I don't know what happened. Mr. F must be happy. He's uh, released the huh? uh, the jingle again. Uh, but God yes, bless we you, have, Mr. F. We have breaking news coming to us, and it's the first big accessible tech story of the year for us, and that is Sony, or is it Sony? Sony. It's definitely Sony. Sony. Okay. Yeah. Sony releasing no, it's, its first wrong. accessible. Controller for the <gasps> PS5. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I heard this one. Okay. So Project Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Uh, this is a fully accessible, customizable console yeah. game controller uh, built with the help of the disabled community. That's me trying to say disability <laughs> and disabled at the same time. Disabled. So this is an article which comes from Grant Stoner. Oh. Um <laughs> Behave. Stop it. I'll try to get this guy on the show. Don't annoy him. Um, but yeah, we've reached out to Grant because I'd love to get him on. He wrote this for Wired. And uh, this is uh, basically Sony's announcement of Project Leonardo for the PlayStation, a split design controller designed with accessibility and customization in mind. So they've talked to lots of different companies about this, lots of different players. Uh, in this interview, and we'll, we'll link to this article. We're going to do lots more on this. So I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But, you know, I, I wanted to mention it today because it's a great story. Um, but the Wired article spoke, and Grant, he spoke with PlayStation president and CEO Jim Ryan to talk about the importance of accessibility and how Project Leonardo aims to reinforce the company's commitment to disabled players. Now, what I can tell from this, and I'm not 
going to be the best describer here, but I'll do my best. Uh, it seems to be like a circular controller. There seems to be buttons all around the edge, almost like a clock face. And then I guess some kind of joystick controller at the bottom sticking out of one of the buttons. That's what it looks like to me. So this is quite interesting. I think it's... Sounds it's, weird. Yeah, well, I think instead of going for that traditional controller layout, they're looking at something a bit different because um, they're suggesting that some people will have challenges moving around the controller and, and that in the way that they would with a traditional controller. Holding perhaps. it in two hands, maybe. Yeah. The, 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 the key or the core of these sort of controllers is customizability, right? Where you yes. just pull out a, a thumbstick where maybe it wouldn't be accessible to you and place it somewhere else or replace it with a D-pad or whatever it may be. So, But the, the fact that Sony are jumping in on this, fantastic. This is actually really big news, right? It's a big shift in the market. Well, of course, we saw the Xbox adaptive controller a few years ago. I think yep. a lot of us were kind of wondering when Sony might do something similar or would they implement the Xbox adaptive controller for Sony? But obviously they thought, no, let's do this ourselves. Um <laughs> Which makes actually, sense. That's a good point. I mean, they could have, right, just opened up their platform just a little bit to allow yeah. use of the Xbox uh, adaptive controller, but instead they said, no, we're not doing that. We're not letting Microsoft in. We'll do it ourselves. Well, Either way, it works out well for us. I did see a tweet today from Jenny Lefleury, who is Chief uh, Disability uh, Officer, uh, Executive Officer at Microsoft, and she was saying this is a fantastic story, and I think it just shows the way that Microsoft are very open they would have probably been up for a conversation to say, hey, yes, let's actually do this. Um, yeah. But hey, you know, it is what it is. But no, th- th- who cares, right? The fact is they've done this, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is, a, you know, another major company, especially when it comes to consoles. The accessibility, as we've talked about before, definitely improving and a do- lot more focus and concentration on accessibility when it comes to both the console games and the consoles themselves. But this is an actual practical improvement, so great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, some breaking news today. Do you want to hear this again? Hang on, let's do it again. Absolutely not. Breaking, oh. news. breaking news. I like that. Um, Amazon axing 18,000 jobs just oh, been announced. Yeah, I know. Not great news. We did know this was coming. I mean, we kind of had around 10,000 jobs was the number that would be... Um, I thought this was on top I mean, of the previous previously announced 10,000 jobs. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, it says Amazon plans to cut more than 18,000 jobs. This is uh, from the BBC in the UK reporting this today. Um, 18,000 jobs, the online giant which employs 1.5 million people globally. That's a lot of people. Uh, Did not say which countries the jobs would hit, uh, the job cuts would hit, but said it would include Europe. Uh, Most of the job losses will come from the consumer retail business and human resources division. Um, he said the announcement had been brought forward due to one of the firm's employees leaking the cuts externally. Interesting. Oh. Um, he says that Amazon has seen sales slow after business boomed during the pandemic when customers bored at home spent a lot of money online. <laughs> I wonder Steve who that will- could be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still buying things, Amazon. Come on. Everyone is. This is a funny story. I, I, it's... It just shows, though, that, that, that all these companies are being affected, right, by whatever, whatever is currently going on, because I can't quite get a handle on it. Cost of living. Or, what What is the problem here? Is it everything so expensive people aren't spending? I, I honestly don't know. That's a lot of people out of work, though. That is a huge yeah. number, right? Uh, it's, it is worrying. The problem is, as we said before, the, the challenge with all these companies is it's always about growth. There's no, there's no allowance to just sit back and say, okay, we've had a good year this year. Um, you know, let's see how next year goes. That, that That's not how it works. They have to continue to grow and make money. Now, we know that, and we Can talked you? about this last year, that Amazon announced that they were cutting back on projects like the Echo and delivery robots as well, which were nice to haves, as Amazon said, uh, has said, but not actually making any money. Um, Amazon uh, employees affected by the cuts will be told by the 18th of this month. So, um, yeah, I really feel for people losing their jobs because it's it's one thing, you know, obviously the company's cutting back, that's one thing, but, you know, the fact that people will lose their job as a result, you know, it's yeah. a difficult time, you know, it's, it's a difficult time enough for a lot of people, but, um, yeah, incredible story just uh, to see that number of people. Although when you look at 1.5 million people that they employ... Employed by Amazon, yeah, it's a lot of people, but, I mean, how many warehouses have they got? How many, do they count... The contracted delivery men in that 
you know, I don't know. It's yeah. a huge number, though. Um, there is another update. Um, there's a few lot of stories coming out of CES, of course. Now, CES, now, I think it officially starts today or tomorrow. I, I think they always get mixed up with the dates of the start dates because they do so many pre-announcements. Pre-shows, at, yeah. At CES. But, yeah, one story which came out which I thought was rather interesting, and it's funny, we talked earlier about Sony uh, and Microsoft maybe working together on a project, you know, kind of Microsoft opening up, as I'm sure they would have. One company you would never expect to open anything up to anybody else is Apple. Uh, but they have. There is one feature that they are opening up and will lay foundation for a new wireless charging standard, and that is MagSafe. Oh. So what's okay. happening here is MagSafe is going to be the basis for the new Qi 2 wireless charging standard. We all know the challenge, of course, when using these Qi chargers in little units. You're trying to get the, the phone to sit on the charger and it doesn't quite sit right. And, of course, for a lot of Apple users, we're always, you know, like, oh, it's so funny because we have MagSafe and clunk, and it just, you know, starts charging. Um, everyone clunk. else, meanwhile, goes, well but uh, yeah, this is something which will now become or become part of the standard. This is the new um, Qi 2, as they call it. This is the Wireless Power Consortium who have announced this. And um, it will replace the existing wireless charging standard in 2023. This is going to come out this year. Apple has provided MagSafe as the basis for Qi 2, which should lead to more universal interoperability of accessories and chargers. And this is not just for Apple, obviously. This is for Android as well, or indeed any smartphone. So mm. that's quite interesting. I didn't expect to hear that, to be honest. Um, but it says the magnetic power profile ensures products are perfectly aligned with charging pads. That translates to improved energy efficiency and faster charging. I get it. And the system works really well when it comes to wireless charging. As you said, the amount of times I've put a, a non-MagSafe iPhone on a you know, just a, a disk uh, Qi charger and then pick it up an hour later to find I, I missed and it wasn't charging at all uh, so the magnets to line it up are perfect I just find it sort of strange that that is a specific patent is it or patent of Apple you know having magnets in the back to line it up mm. you think that would be like a generic thing that anyone could could grab hold of what, what makes Apple's MagSafe implementation of using magnets to line something up so special I don't know. Well, it says that Apple's iPhone 15 is likely candidate for the new standards, though it may not be distinguishable from the existing MagSafe system. But, of course, that means that it can be built into other devices. And I must admit, when you go back to using, say, you pick up an Android phone and you're trying to charge it, you're reminded of this nightmare of trying to line it up on a, on a charger if you're using one of those. Well, my Pixel 5 will snap on. There is some sort of magnet there that my MagSafe charger I have here on my desktop will... Oh, really? will attach to. Now, it's not... Shh, don't say anything. Oh, sorry. Have I let the cat out of the... yeah. Well, I can't... It's not like it would stay on the Belkin Boost Pro, you know, stand. It won't stand, but I can lay it on and it will clip into position. So there's some sort of magnet there. Or maybe that's just a fluke. Maybe it's mm. something metal in there. I don't know. Listen, lots of news. Um, and of course, more coming out of CES. We will get into more of that on Saturday. Mark and I are going to be going through all <gasps> the big announcements. So we're looking the forward U-scan. to that. The what? You scan from Withings. I want oh, one. Oh, not the toilet thing. That's the toilet thing. Absolutely disgusting thing. I think Utterly you disgusting. pee upon it and you get the information about your urine on your, uh, sorry, uh, on your smartphone. I think it's fantastic. There you go. Breaking yeah. news. Can I have the jingle? No. Okay. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, listen, stick around because we are going to be talking about a fantastic new device, which I think a lot of us are going to be buying this year, including you scan. me. Uh, no, not that. Uh, the all-terrain cane. It doesn't test your urine, but it does help you get out and about. More details next. <laughs> Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Right, let's get right into it with our guest today on Double Tap. We are joined by David Epstein, the creator and founder of the All Terrain Cane. He's uh, here with us now. I'm really looking forward to hearing all about this, David. Good to have you here. Great to be here. Uh, very excited to be joining you on your show. Um, some great, exciting things to talk about. Let's, let's dive right in. 
Absolutely, but let's talk about me later. Uh, let's talk about you and your cane. Um, so, yeah, th- this is the all-terrain cane, which I must admit, when I heard about this, I thought, wow, the Apple Watch Ultra for mobility. This is brilliant. So tell us more about your uh, your creation. Oh, I'd love to. It's, uh, it's, it is my brainchild. And as I sit here looking at uh, the latest prototype from the factory, um, it's one of those events where it, what I have in my hand is exactly what I had in my brain uh, about a year and a half ago, and what a thrill that is. So the all-terrain cane, or the ATC, is a blind mobility cane that I developed for everything off-road, for hiking the trails of Arizona and everywhere else that we want to be, uh, on the beaches, the playgrounds, the parks. I'm sure you get snowy weather up there in Canada and, and England. Uh, this cane really does get us where we want to go that's off-road. Uh, the cane is super, super strong, uh, made of a, a titanium alloy. It's made for the rigors that we need outdoors of uh, not just smooth asphalt or concrete, but one where in the rough environments, off-road, uh, in the dirt, um, it, the cane's able to really shine and 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 ambulate us, uh, locate the rocks, the roots, uh, the tripping hazards, uh, the unevenness of the terrain. Um, I made it so we can <laughs> bust paradigms. Uh, if you're calling our very first O and M orientation mobility uh, lessons. Uh, the first thing I was told, don't lean on your cane. You know what, though, guys? I, as a hiker, I need support. I need to be able to not fall, to catch myself, to avoid the tripping hazards. And the all-terrain cane does it. Because it's made of titanium, the joints of stainless steel, uh, it's made to be leaned on. Oh, here's the paradigm that we're getting to bust. Uh, lean on it. Use it. Prevent yourself from falling. Uh, this is what I feel the world is about ready for. A lot of developing countries out there where asphalt is not the norm, um, where car doors take their toll on our canes, and we just may not have the luxury of going to the store and replacing. So the ATC is, is here. It's, it's, it's an indestructible cane that's going to keep us safe wherever we want to be. Wow. I mean, that's some strong words there, Dave. I mean, titanium cane, that sounds so cool. I believe one of my hips is made of the same thing, so very good. Um, can you t- you say you're really emphasising the strength of it there, and yes. that makes total sense. I love leaning on my cane. I do that all the time. But that's why mine's sort of bent. But um, is there any other design... Uh, well, designs in here that, that 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 that's different from our traditional cane. You know, I'm I'm thinking. You mentioned walking in the on the beach in the sand. You know, and I'm thinking. Well, my traditional cane, I I just forever being stuck and jarred and and you know. So what's what's different about your cane? Oh, I love that. I love the question because there's a huge answer to it. There's so much that's different about the ATC. First and foremost, though, it looks like a cane. And that was really important that on the trails or on the beaches, it looks like a blind mobility cane, white and red reflective with a black handle grip. Okay, so out of the gate, it looks normal, beautiful. Um, this is where we uh, diverge. Uh, starting from the top, uh, as opposed to a regular 9-inch handle grip that we're accustomed to, um, I needed more for hiking. I needed a lot more grip space so that I can choke up and and really have a positive grip. So I made my grip 16 inches and and it's it's a it's a good sturdy foam that can really get a good positive purchase or grip on the cane. The top half has that flat section that we're accustomed to. The second half is a round profile. Now what's awesome about this grip is that it is mounted independently of the three sections of cane with a flip lock, an external flip lock that when we unlock, the handle grip is able to slide a good 10 inches over the top section of cane. So 
I've got one cane that's size or length adjustable from 51 all the way up to 61 inches. Or for, for you guys, that's about 130 to about 155, 160 centimeters. All right. So with one cane, I'm really spanning, uh, an age group from our younger athletes to the older low vision or blind athletes. Um, we've got a, a tactile label on the second section of shaft. Uh, says a werewolf gear in, in writing and in braille. That's tactile. Uh, I've got an amazing partner, Barry Osman. Great, great guy. Really into the refinement. Uh, and he's, he's the one who's like, all right, it's super strong. It looks great. Now it's got to be perfect. And, <laughs> and this beautiful label is just, it's just, you know, it's just the, the, the bow on the frosting on the awesome cake. It's beautiful. Uh, Red and white reflective, and that's essential. Uh, everything about the all-terrain cane is, is, is meant to be built above and beyond. So though I wanted a good strong powder coat, you know, it wasn't reflective enough. So we're just pushing, uh, to make this the best cane possible. Uh, I mentioned the, the, uh, joints. Um, originally the first prototypes were made of mm, aluminum, not strong enough. So, Let's just bump it right up to stainless steel, and and this this version that we're we're producing now is just super super strong, uh, and, and of course with uh, titanium alloy, lightweight as well. Um, at the bottom we have a two inch rolling ball that we're producing. Um, again, super strong. We're making sure the balls are welded as well as screwed together, and um. It's, it, it just meets all our needs. Uh, I managed to, I, I had a little bit of a pause talking about the ball because do I want to get into the tips? Sure. Uh, I tried all sorts of tips when trying to come up with the most useful combination for street, trail, beach, park, grass, ice. And uh, I realized it, really the two inch rolling ball just does it all. Uh, it skims over the sand. Uh, got beautiful haptic response for the trails and on the beaches, you know, don't tippy tap around, find the holes that the kids are digging, find the sand castles, the edge of the water, the rocks. Uh, it's indestructible. Of course, the ball tips will wear out, but I made sure that I'm, I'm using a half inch universal uh, sleeve. So, uh, replace the ball tips. If you want to go with a, a half inch, you know, slide on marshmallow tips for hitting the town, have at it. But really the brain cells behind the ATC is that it's, it's an all terrain everyday carry cane where you go from the street to the edge of the shore, go hiking back into town. One cane does it all, keeping us safe, supported, and that the sighted community knows just by looking, we can't see. So the ATC covers from A to Z. A to Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you nearly came up with a new uh, tagline for yourself there. But but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. A to Z. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting what you're you're suggesting there because you know I know our, here in the UK, for example, I know Sean and I will know this only too well that you know the canes we have can easily break just on the streets we walk on. These are. Mm -hmm paved streets you know they get caught in you know between slabs they get caught in between paving and that can be a problem and of course you know if a car runs over it that can be another issue you know so having something that is solid is going to be important now one thing i don't think you mentioned there was weight because obviously with all this you know the strength does it add a lot of weight to the cane coming from an aviation background uh, obviously i'm fascinated with the high tech elements and when I was looking for a super strong material, um, aluminum cane shafts, you know what, they're strong, they're lightweight, but I've seen what car doors do to them. And in these developing countries, you know, a car door could pretty much poke somebody in the third eye for a good long time. Um, yes. Decided on titanium, but I went with a grade nine. I know it's getting a little technical, but there are many grades of these, of these uh, metals uh grade nine alloy is just super super strong uh and lightweight uh, 
Now, technically, titanium is a little heavier than aluminum, but since we can use a thinner wall on the tubing, right, that's where we reduce our weight. Uh, the ATC right now is coming in at about 14, 14 and a half ounces. So it's, uh, it's well under a, a pound. Sorry about that in kilos. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's about 14 and a quarter, 14 and a half ounces. Um, little bit heavier than my street cane, which is a carbon fiber. But on the trails, I'll tell you what, I appreciate, um, that it feels like something I can rely on. Yeah. Uh, not too heavy for everyday use. You know, I'm swinging it with, with much abandon on the streets. Uh, and on the, on the trails, I, I get that feel, that comfort. It's like driving a Jeep versus a Camaro. You know, when you're in a Jeep, you feel, all right, this can get me there. I feel safe. I feel secure. The ATC does just that everywhere I want to be. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like, you know, how you get uh, tough books, you know, just a rugged version of a laptop. The, the cool thing about this is that, as you said, you can go from using it on the street and just, you know, onto the beach or hiking or wherever you want to go. I do like the fact that it's just a, a standard cane, basically, but, you know, taken to the extreme, to a, a cane on steroids, if you will. <laughs> I, I do, I do, I, I do like that. And there's, um, I remember, I think I mentioned this before. When I was at college, there was um, someone there who, who designed a cane for hiking and things like that. And uh, it was basically, it had a big hoop at the end, no tip. It was just a hoop, like a like a really long tennis racket, if you can imagine oh, that. Interesting. So, yeah, so, you know, you could feel, it gave you that haptic tactile response and also, you know, didn't jar so much. But it was great, except really you had to choose that cane just for that one situation you know what i mean you yes. you had to carry two with you this one sounds so much more versatile so yeah i'm loving this one it sounds great i was picturing when you mentioned you know the, the beach and that like it had some sort of ski tip on it or something but the fact that you've tested it out and you find that the two inch ball tip actually works fine for that is, is really cool yes it really does a good job skimming over the loose sand on beaches and on uh, now, I have tested, again, all various steps. You know, the, the, the shark wheel, uh, we've got the Dakota disc, uh, bulldogs and marshmallows. But honestly, on the trails, I, I couldn't vertically load those tips. I couldn't load the uh, Dakota disc. It's just not strong for that. And going back to paradigm shattering, yes, I am vertically loading when I ascend and descend, uh, putting really all my weight onto this uh i've been asked fairly frequently does the roller ball tip skid out when i vertically load the case? it really doesn't um original uh, design uh, patent design uh, i did incorporate a diamond pattern at the end of the ball to keep it from skidding in the sand haven't needed it and again with a little common sense i am just totally safe out on the trails uh, this two inch ball is really exceeding or excelling at uh, at its performance wherever we want to be. You know, there's two things that just immediately pop out as soon as you mention this and as soon as I heard about the story. One is you are visually impaired yourself. You know, and that, yes. that really matters when it comes to this stuff, right? We hear so many products that come out from, you know, well-meaning people who are trying to produce great products. <laughs> But, you know, they, they don't live the life. So they don't, they're, they're kind of trying to almost create a solution to a problem that maybe doesn't exist. And, you know, I have to say, and this is the second part of it, that, you know, I don't hear anything smart in here. I hear this as something which is functional as it is meant to be. It's not a smart cane. It's not trying to be more. It's not trying to be a music player. It's not trying to direct you via GPS. It's not trying to alert you to a hedge or a, or a plane flying in the sky. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not trying to tell you that stuff. It's just a cane, but it's, it's built w with, with ruggedness in mind. And I think that's, that's actually really positive for me. That's, you're absolutely right. And I've thought of that. You know, what, what did I do? I invented a stick. <laughs> yeah, well done. 
You've, I oh, banged no, no, rocks no, no, together. No, you, invented, you invented a tough stick. That's what you did. I, I did. And, a and, stick and that won't break. Off, yes, a lot of thought went into it. And you're right, going back to your first point, uh, as a blind person, um, and, and I kid around about this, I, I developed this just out of pure selfishness. I was not willing to stop hiking. So what did I need to do? Um, bought a, my original set of uh, trekking poles and out came the utility knife and the duct tape and just went to town. And so what do I need? But once I took the cane onto the beach with a little grand dude last summer, I was like, okay, wait a minute, not me. What do we need? And suddenly, suddenly I've, I had a, a community to take care of. I had a community to say, hey, all you blind yaks out there, we're going to the beach, right? There's no reason <laughs> why we're not, we're not climbing mountains and going to the beaches and, and getting it done. Um, but as a blind person, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I took the prototype out onto the trail and said, okay, blind person, number one, what works? What doesn't? Off the trail back into the laboratory or garage. Uh, and, and tweaked some more and out onto the trails again. And again, blind person number one, what's not working? And, and, and this went on for many, many hikes until I dialed in the right tip, the materials, the right grip. How long do I want the grip? Do I need it extendable? As a developer, really, this is one of the first products I've ever developed in my 58 years uh, on this planet. And what an adventure, what an experience to decipher my needs as a blind person pursuing my, you know, my my dreams my passions and 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 then in its final form i i stood back and said okay who else can benefit from this and and then the the field just opened wide up to everybody everybody who needs a cane everybody who wants to walk off the beaten path and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I, I really am. Even down to the wolf logo embossed in the handle grip. It's just uh, the details. That sounds the, cool. The, the, everything that went into this. <laughs> I, just big smile on my face here. Big smiles. You can hear it, and you can tell that you're proud in this product, and that's that's always really nice to hear. And it, it, it you know it shows that you've got confidence in it as well, which is important, right? It really is. Uh, that I can lean on this, and you know, and not face plant into a cactus. Uh, that's my idea of grace. You know, they always talk about, well, as blind people, we need to be graceful on the streets. Well, for me, grace is not wiping out in the back country. Uh, and so far, I'm very, very graceful. <laughs> You're so right, though, you know, and I think this is what's so refreshing to hear the way you talk about this, because it does feel like, you know, this is just, this is the conversation that real blind people are having. You know, this is, this is the, you know, we're all looking for solutions to our own issues. And, you know, coming together as a community is one way to solve that, because, you know, like you say, this was something you did for yourself, selfishly, yes. but actually look what it's become. And that's what's great. I'm all for selfishness because it creates great ideas, you know, it creates, because you've got to think about your own situation. Look, when I do this show, I don't talk about what doesn't suit me. I mean, I could say you can talk about Android all day, but I don't use it. So why would I bother? You know, I'm not going to sit sure. and talk. It doesn't, it's, and people are knowing that's disingenuous. So, you know, you have to talk about your own experiences. One thing you didn't pick up on, though, that I would just want to press you on is the smart cane aspect. Did, did at any point, did anybody suggest to you, hey, why don't you stick a processor in it, uh, you know, or, or stick a, an, an Amazon Echo inside this thing as well? You know, but hey, that, that'd be a cool idea for the tip. It could be an Amazon Echo in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. Every, everybody's got ideas, yeah. and, and, and which is great. And that's, that's how the and world And you told them all around. to get lost, I hope. I <laughs> yeah, with GPS, good luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have um, entertained various ideas of, of, of lighting, of GPS. Uh, believe it or not, I, I've, I've had people approach me with things like, oh, goodness, I don't want to say it, but, but a, a taser built into the handle uh, wow. or uh, bear spray. Uh, oh, I could see bear spray out on the trails. That certainly makes sense. Um, I, I think when they refer to things like tasers, okay, it's, it's, it's titanium cane. Uh, it's good and strong. We're a potentially vulnerable element of community. You know, what kind of protection do we need in a cane, folded or unfolded? Not sure how much I'm going to pursue that, but it's an interesting thought. All right, listen, I'm telling you, Dave, <laughs> accessories. That's the answer. Accessor <laughs> that's you know, thank you for using the word accessories. We, uh, a werewolf gear, are producing our own ball tips. 
um, accessories, not just white. We're making red. We're going to be producing a really sharp red orange, yellow, and a sherbet pink. Accessorize. Let's bling it up for the kids. Absolutely. Yeah. There's Absolutely. no reason why it has to be right. And if I can, if I can jump on, you know, into the topic of kids uh, for a second, mm. kids, adults, whoever, the newly blind. I just got diagnosed with RP or after an accident and a, a, a traumatic brain injury, I just lost my sight. These are the people that I really have heart and passion for. Uh, I, what's life going to bring me now? What can I not do now? I, the fear of, of I'm, I'm now blind and now how bad is life going to be for me? Mm-hmm. This is where my passion really shines is that with basic orientation and mobility training, there's no reason why we can't be everywhere, hiking in the beaches and everywhere else I'm, 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 I'm bragging about. Uh, as a blind person, we can do this. And there's no reason why we can't be out hiking. I mean, what does a cane do? Obstacle detection, terrain changes, navigation. Well, what are we doing on the trails? The same thing. So, no, life does not end when you get that diagnosis. All we need are the right tools. And golly gosh darn it, I, I think we've got it. This is what's going to give the people that confidence to stay in the game, to to stay in society. But, and you know, you're talking about very fundamental things there, but there's also the more, um, and I might be considered shallow in this regard, but, you know, I, I am thinking about how this thing looks. And, you know, the idea, I mean, Sean, you would love this. You've said this to me before. You'd love to customise up your cane and make it look, you know, almost I like know. it's... I don't know, like a, a shark walking down the street. On or, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, it, it does sound good. And that, that passion, as we I said earlier, that passion you've got, Dave, it really comes through. Um, I, I think you. that's half the battle, right? But, but I, look, I honestly but, do. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sticking with the shallow. Because honestly, <laughs> here's the thing, right? I, I, I feel this is the problem with a lot of this. You know, I often think of the cane, and when you talk about the white cane, the mobility cane, it is, is seen as a medical device. That's what it's seen as. That's how what it's essentially provided as, because people will get this as part of their process. You know, you get your blind box when you go blind and you get your liquid level indicator and you get your white cane and you get your, you know, map of, you know, blindness. What? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you get know where you were going with that they, one. They put things in the blind box, right? And, and the irony is about blind half box. of it you can't even read. But... um but in fact, they do, because I actually remember getting a box when I was a kid. I remember they gave me a box. And it was full of leaflets I couldn't read. It just made me laugh, because mm. I think, what was the point in that? But, <laughs> you know, this this is the thing. So as part of that process, you get all these things. But then it comes to the stage of, actually, I'd quite like to have something that represents me. So I have a blue cane. I don't know why. Nice. I just didn't want a white <laughs> cane anymore. And I thought, well, I'll get a blue one. Now, I must admit, it's not the greatest in the world. It's basically just put tape on it, so it's blue. It's the same white cane underneath. But, you know... Again, it's just about making it feel just a little bit different, a little bit more who you are. And like you say, you know, especially when it comes to these days, everything's about individuality. Everything's about expressing yourself. And that extends to those devices that are natural extensions of us because they are natural extensions of us, aren't they? They really are. A, a great point. Uh, and, and I think we're at the point in society where we can express our individuality uh, on our canes, uh, we don't need to just have a tiny little tin cup at the end of the lanyard anymore. You know, we can really. Uh, what is that with so lanyards cool, and blind yeah. people? I, I don't understand this thing that everything. I love you a buy, lanyard. Everything <laughs> comes. I still think they should. I, I, I'm still. I would be unsurprised if a Perkins Brailler doesn't come with a lanyard. I mean, with honestly, <laughs> would not surprise me. Around your neck, weigh you down. So, how, how you? Uh, I mean, are these available internationally, Dave? Yes, they are. Um, uh, free shipping in the United States, uh, but they are available internationally. And um, right now, uh, we are in our pre-order uh, phase as the canes are being produced as we speak. Um, once they arrive, we'll uh, fulfill all the pre-orders and um, then off we go, off and running. Uh, but yes, they are available right now, and uh, they're available at awarewolfgear.com, and that's A-W-A-R-E-W-O-L-F-G-E-A-R.com. 
And if you want to throw in a forward slash, forward slash APC, it'll take you right to the cane page. Otherwise, you can peruse all the other goodies on our site. Uh, World Gear originally was a, uh, is a, an uh, apparel company for uh, high visibility clothing for low vision people. Ah. High contrast, high density inks, tactile inks, and a really cool wolf logo uh, that's all over the cane. Um, really to show people it's okay to be blind. And even though I may look normal, I don't see normally. And the word blind appears on some of these shirts that uh, talk about exposure and feeling raw and exposed. <laughs> hey, you know, in the middle of an intersection, I don't have time to explain mm-hmm. why I just ran into somebody who doesn't recognize the cane. I don't. But the yeah. word blind solves, you know, it says one word, you know exactly what's going on in a socially acceptable way. Um, yeah. Can I recommend that you add the word and beautiful to, uh, and underneath beautiful. that? Then oh, I will awesome. buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Just I love, I'm so proud of the wolf, but I might be, I might be biased. Uh, I think it's an amazing uh, logo and there are some really interesting, obviously in every logo there's, there's behind the scenes, you know, what does it mean? Uh, you know, what, what's the, uh, the sub message in it? Um, and, and of course there's, there's, uh, information in the wolf head, you know, opening of doors, uh, but the, the the head itself is very sharp and, and and modern and I don't know I'm just very partial to it. I, I of course, really like how it looks. But it also, it's about you know. I mean, I, I find the white cane to be quite. Um, to me, it's always been something which sets me apart from people. People will get out of my way with it and understand why. Yes. I mean, here yes. I come barreling down a street, and I imagine people probably do think, "Get out of the way, save yourselves." <laughs> but equally. I think if it's a cane that is a little bit different, if it is a little bit more individual, it might actually allow people to start a bit of a conversation. It won't put a barrier between you and someone else. So I think that's a really cool thing. Dave, I could talk to you all day, but you know, it's yes. just been really interesting. Thank you so much for coming oh, out to Double Tap and telling us all about the ATC, the altering cane. I so appreciate your, your presence, your interest, your enthusiasm. Great questions. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to get this out into the hands of all our peeps. I, I never thought I'd I'd make a statement or or do something in in this blind community, but once I got going on this, really unstoppable. So I'm really excited to to get us all where we want to be. And 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 you guys, Stephen, Sean, thank you so so very much for the opportunity. Uh, what a pleasure! What a thrill! Thanks, David. Sean, we're out of time, but uh, I think we'll both be uh, rather interested to get one of those when they uh, come out. I know I am. I'm going to get fit with my ATC. No, <gasps> it sounds great, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, listen, that's it for us today. Keep in touch. Feedback at doubletaponeo.com, 1-877-803-4567. We'll get to your feedback tomorrow. Sean, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at AMI.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.